welcome to Higher Love. We are Marley and JJ, a happily married couple from Ontario, Canada. We've been together for 16 years, married for 12, and in the lifestyle for the last two years. We're your regular couple next door, but our relationship is not necessarily an ordinary one. We enjoy boating, camping, beach time, hanging out with friends, and all that fun stuff, but we prefer to do those things in the nude. And sometimes we like to fulfill our sexual fantasies with like-minded people, if you know what I mean. Entering the lifestyle was a life-changing experience for the two of us. But before we get into this episode, we need to get the disclaimer out of the way. What you're about to listen to is based on our own feelings and experiences. We are not professionals and don't give professional advice. This podcast is explicit in nature and is meant for a mature audience only. Hi Marley. Hi JJ. Here we are again. Here we are again with episode 17. Right. And today we are talking about communication because it is so important. And we had quite a few people asking us lately about communication in a relationship and how we do this and how we are able to communicate with with each other. And we personally find it quite easy. Well, it has become quite easy. It has become quite easy for us. And we really had to think about how we are going to explain to you guys uh, that communication can be actually quite easy and what you can do in order to get there. Well, and what it means to communicate. Yeah. Because I think that is a big misconception in my opinion. So, I mean, we've met a lot of people over the years um, that don't communicate properly. Yeah. And I think that, in fact, most people sabotage their own life and therefore their relationship. And that's not necessarily on purpose. I think they do that subconsciously. I believe so, yes. And how do you explain that, right? Because I think that you just get used to communicating a certain way. Mm -hmm. But are you really getting your point across? Well, and are you communicating about the right things? I mean, you can... Well, we talked about this before and we said there's a different between difference between communication and having a conversation. You can have a conversation about the birds in the sky and the boats on the river, um, but that is a conversation. Yeah. Communication is something totally different. Right. But, but why would people... Um, that was a question that, that I came up with in my own head. Why do people sabotage their own relationship or their own life? Well, I don't right? think they realize that they do. That's no, but I one. came up with a couple of examples here. 
I think for a lot of people, first of all, it's fear of rejection, mm-hmm. right? Because if you tell somebody how you feel and they disagree with you, then you feel rejected. Yeah. But nobody wants to feel rejected because deep down everybody wants like, you know, kumbaya, my lord. Like, <laughs> exactly. oh, everybody loves me and I love everybody else. Well, guess what? That's never going to happen. Right? The other one, I think, is fear of judgment. Yeah, I think that's a big one. Right? Because nobody likes to be judged. And I don't know. I think we were all guilty of it. But to, who gives you the right to judge somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, you don't know where they came from, how they were raised, what experiences they have in life. But we all have an opinion about what other people do or think or whatever, which is all sort of like right. judgment, right? That that's That's actually one point where I can relate to. Because I used to say to you when you asked me, what are your sexual fantasies, for example, mm-hmm. I would say, well, I don't really have any. Well, I, I don't think I really, I didn't really have any. I think it was more like I couldn't communicate them to you because I thought, hmm, what is he going to think of me? Right. Well, that brings me to the next point. People are afraid and they fear their own truth. Yeah. Which kind of goes in line with what you were just saying. Because exactly. we found out in the last couple of years that you actually do have sexual fantasies. Oh, yes, among other things. Mm-hmm. But... I think that those came to the surface right. because we started digging yeah, and talking about it and, and well, communicating, communicating about, it. about it. Right. right? And I think I had to really <clears throat> dig deep into myself in order to realize that I do have these sexual fantasies. And while we were communicating about it and you kept asking me about it and we started communicating about my sexual fantasies, they actually came to the surface. And well, then I was actually able to bring them out. Right. And and the beauty of a fantasy is that it doesn't have to be made a reality. No. Right? Not at all. Like a fantasy is, is something that's in your own head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's more or less a thought. Right? So I, you, you can give me a blowjob and I can fantasize about whatever I want. Yeah. Right, And if that stimulates me Hmm. to get to the ultimate result of having an orgasm, which you are performing on me, you don't know who or what I'm fantasizing about. No. And I don't have to keep that a secret, but it's not that you then have to feel, well, you should have been thinking about me giving you a blowjob. Why are you fantasizing about other stuff? Yeah, well, or fantasizing about somebody else giving you a blowjob. Wow, there it comes right in, right? Right. The shame and the fear of, oh, what would she think of me if I told her that I actually fantasize about... Sandra Mrs. Bullock, maybe? Or Mrs. Naughty, or... Right. You know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And now that's a good lead into the next one, fear of failure. Yeah, And I don't think that you fail if you think of somebody else while your wife or partner is performing a sexual act on you. But that's another thing. A lot of people don't want to fail. No. So if you communicate your true feelings and people disagree with you, well, that may 
make you feel like you're a failure, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, and then I think one of the biggest issues is with a lot of couples and how they sabotage their relationship is to keep the peace. Yeah, and that leads to no communication because people think, well, I'm just rather not say anything. Yeah, because I don't want to get in an argument yeah. or a disagreement mm -hmm. and like, you know, things have been pretty good lately, so I'll just... Yeah, or like, it's the opposite, <clears throat> that there is a lot of arguing and fighting and people get into this mode of, well, as long as I don't say anything, then maybe I can avoid another argument that I really don't want to get into because that's all we do. We argue and we fight. Right. So another one, and this is one of the last points that I came up with, um, I think the biggest um, reason why so many people can't communicate is because they don't even have an opinion about themselves and who they really are and what they want out of life. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> so if that's how you are, my ex was a lot like that. A friend of mine's ex is a lot like that. Like, well, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? Mm. What do you want to do this weekend? I don't know. What do you want to do this weekend? Yeah. But then after a while you get into this, well, why do we always do what you want to do? Well, sorry, but <laughs> yeah. when I ask you, right. Mm -hmm. So it becomes real easy for people that don't know who they really are and what they want out of life to just follow somebody else's dream. Yeah. But it's also sometimes laziness, I should say. Right? Oh, that too. Right. So there's it's, for a lot of people, it's way easier to just follow somebody else. Yeah. And if it's not too bad at what my partner wants to do, then, then I'll just, just go with it. I'll just go along with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we share with you how we communicate, I want to read something to you guys. And this is not something that I came up with myself. I found this online, but it really hit home with me. JJ actually has show notes, guys. Can you just imagine? Yeah, it's... I didn't want to wing this one. Oh, this is so unbelievable. I think this is the first time JJ has show notes and Marley doesn't. Well, and I wrote show notes so that I don't get carried away mm -hmm. because... I am known to never shut the hell up, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a lot of times when I do say something, people be like, well, JJ, why don't you tell me how you really feel? Well, fuck, I just did, I right? Just did. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I've actually had a few people lately that I've run into that are like, man, like, can, can you do an episode about communication? Because it's like, you know, we're with people and they notice how you and I well, communicate. Well, we talk about it all the time to friends that we hang out with. And a lot of times we then get this question of, okay, you guys always say you communicate so well, but how do you do that? How do you get there? And I think that's now the next point that you want well, to get to. What I'm about to read here is more or less the reason why it is the most important thing. I mean, we've talked about it in every episode. Yeah until now mm. and i'm sure that we will continue talking about it about ev in every episode that's coming up in the future mm. our podcast is called higher love it's in you yes that's what this is about and what i'm about to read is why 
it's so important to find that higher love and communicate that. So here we go. Until men and women start having honest conversations about who they truly are, what demons they battle with, where they lack and what they really want, love will continue to be a temporary emotion. Honesty and communication are key. Stop being afraid on where you are. Yeah. Right? That makes total sense. Right. So, this feeling of love being a temporary emotion, that kind of struck me in all of this. Because I've never felt with you, at least, that it was a temporary emotion. But I think there's been times in our relationship while we were growing mm. that it was starting to become a temporary emotion, right? Because in the beginning, everything's all like, you know, ooh la la, everything mm -hmm. is great. Oh my God, you know, you know, we've got such a nice ass and you're beautiful and I love this and I love that until you get in your first argument and then you're kind of going like, hmm. I didn't know that side yet. Yeah, where did that come from, mm -hmm. right? Because I didn't see that coming. Well, you know, we're both in the second relationship. We both have baggage, right? So if you can't communicate about those things um, and you don't understand who your partner really is. So the other day, just as an example, I had a conversation with a friend of mine and He's with, well, he had a girlfriend and they're kind of apart, but not together, whatever. They're trying to figure things out. And I was talking about you, about what you did. Me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> after you split up with your ex. Right. That you went out in the town and you fucked all these guys because yeah. you wanted that control and you, you thought it was going to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. But it really didn't. So I well, it kind of did, but it didn't get me to the, the it was end a, result where I thought I would get to. It was it a way. temporary feeling. Exactly. Right? So when I told him this, I said, so I know this because Marley told me and we talked about it. Exactly, yeah. So I could have thought to myself, well, I didn't know she was such a dirty girl or whatever or that's too much for me or mm -hmm. you know whatever and made my decision based on that and thought well she's not for me man this isn't going to work out because what if she does that again down the road right she's just out for temporary relationships type of a thing right stands or whatever yeah so but i understand why you did it because mm. you told me why you did it yes i did so my friend says to me i don't even know if this girl that I'm with really knows why my ex and I split up. And I'm like, huh? You guys have been together for eight years. You never told her and she never asked. Yeah. No. And he goes, maybe I should tell her. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's where you start digging deep down inside to find that higher love. But if you know that about somebody, and you're getting to know them and you're growing in a relationship. I mean, you've had it where you flipped out on me and I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're totally overreacting. But you weren't overreacting because of what I did. You were overreacting because something got triggered yeah. from your past. Mm -hmm. And you had to learn how to 
I don't want to say control, but sort of suppress that because those feelings that you were having that were triggering this emotion were completely irrelevant to our relationship. Yeah, it was just baggage coming back up. Yeah, and right. And so when I mentioned this whole thing about the lifestyle and that I would maybe want to see you with somebody else, you're thinking, oh yeah, fuck, here we go again, right? It's the end of my relationship. He's not into me anymore. Mm -hmm. And he's such a smooth talker, this JJ guy. (laughs) He doesn't tell me what he wants. He's telling me, what he would like me to do. Mm. So he's saying, I would love to see you with another man so that if I do that, then he can be with another woman. That was sort of like, you know, how maybe you would have thought, right? Mm -hmm. So I just want to read this one more time and then we'll continue. Until men and women start having honest conversations about who they truly are, what demons they battle with, Where they lack and what they truly want, love will continue to be a temporary emotion. Honesty and communication are key. Stop being afraid on where you are. But that sounds pretty easy, right? So from now on, I'm just going to say it how it is. Problem solved. Yeah. Right? Why not? Well... That doesn't really work that way. No, because there's a lot of feelings involved and miscommunication as well. Well, and the the biggest key to this is that you have to first figure out for yourself who you are. Absolutely. Right? Who am I? What are my values? What do I want out of life? Does my partner really know who I am? Or are they going to feel betrayed if I start telling them the truth? Mm -hmm. Right? And I think that is a big one because it kind of comes back to the fear of rejection and and failure. Mm. It's really tough to wrap your head around this if you've been in a relationship for a long time and you've been sort of faking it and just rolling with the punches And you've been living your partner's dream. Yeah. How do you deal with that, right? Well, I think that is failure right from the beginning. Because that's what I did in my last marriage. I was following and I was living his dream. It was never my dream. Right. And I think that's a huge part of why that relationship failed. On top of it, there was never any communication going on. Well, and there was also no compromise because it was his way or the highway, well, right? Right, but I I kind of made <clears throat> him feel, I believe, all the time that that was okay. Right. Because I followed. Right, so do we really both want the same out of life? That is a good question, and that is an important question to ask yourself. Right. And each other. And each other. Like, this whole thing about finding out who you really are doesn't mean that you have to just go on a hiatus and end up in the bush and smoke a big peace pipe and, (laughs) you know, figure out who you are. It's not in that sense, but it's just important to share your values, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's like, do we both want the same out of life or have we both been living in denial? Like it that may, maybe your ex didn't really want out of life either what he was 
trying to accomplish. And to a certain degree, I think that's true because he was struggling with what you guys were doing as well, but that was the sort of bred into him. This is what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to find that higher love before you can properly communicate. However, you can do this together about talking about it first. And you also have to learn how your partner prefers to communicate. In what way? Well, you've heard the book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, Venus. I believe, right? I think it's that way around. Well, anyways, (laughs) yin and yang, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So women are usually very, well, I shouldn't say very. In general, women are more emotional and men are more practical, right? We were talking to a couple the other day and she basically said, well, I wish he would say that he loves me more. And he was like, well, I told you I love you. Yeah, I told you that a few times already. Why do I need to tell you this every day? Yeah, like, do I have to tell you every day that I like mashed potatoes? (laughs) Right? Yeah. But... That is not a feeling type of a statement, right? But this is not only one couple that we've heard this from. Mm-hmm. We've heard this from numerous couples lately that the female part of the relationship wants more... Um, affirmation. Of affirmation the- of, yes, I love you, you're beautiful, you're sexy... I don't want to live without you. I, I can't live without you. Exactly. All, All that these stuff, things. right? And it sounds to me like from talking to different couples lately that there is a lot of times that is missing from the male part. Right. But then I'm also sometimes wondering when I hear this, is it also missing from the female part of the relationship? Or is she just saying, well, he needs to tell me all these things. Are you telling him all those things? Yeah, and I mean, we're going to get to that in a second. In our relationship, it's a constant give and take. Well, you tell me you have a beautiful ass. I love your ass. I love your tits. I love you. I miss you. I appreciate what you did. Um, But I do the same back to you. I'm not telling you I love your ass every day, but... No, you don't, actually. Why not? you know? Okay, we're going to pause this for a second, (laughs) and we're going to have a discussion about my ass, because you truly hurt my feelings with all of this. No, it... It, it, what I'm going to tell you next is it's, it's, it's kind of funny, because I tell people and they laugh at me, right? But very simple. I walk into the house. You're busy. You know, you've been out at work, this and that, whatever. The house is a mess. You want to clean it. And you say to me, JJ, have you thought about taking the garbage out? Mm-hmm. No. All well, right, then. Now it's on, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why. I always have to do everything and you never think about everything and blah, 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 blah. Right? right. Well, I'm not an old fashioned kind of guy. I don't think that you belong, you know, barefoot pregnant in the kitchen by any means. However, the way our dynamic is at the moment, because I'm not always home and whatever, you kind of run the household. Right. So because that's not on my list of responsibilities necessarily, Mm. 
I don't make that a priority because you do a great job and I appreciate you doing it, right? Yeah, and you tell me that all the time too. It's not like that but, I feel like a piece of shit because I'm no, doing this. No, but, but because of that, I don't really interfere with what you're doing, mm. right? Because I don't want to... Like, I want to help you out and I'm not afraid to help you out. But I don't want to just help you out and screw up your rhythm or your system or whatever, well, right? That's, that's the one point. But the, the I think the more most important point is is what you said before, is that because you are not doing this on a regular basis, you don't have the eye for it either. No, I don't. Like you open the garbage bin and you throw something in there. I keep it's, walking. It's full, but you keep walking. I open the garbage bin and throw something in there. And in the same moment, I realize, oh my God, it's pretty full. I should go and bring the garbage out. Well, and it's not that I don't see it, but it's just and sort it's, of it's, it's not such, on my radar. Right. And it's such a tiny little thing, but it's <clears> a really good example of them saying, um, babe, um, would you mind... Garbage is full. Can you bring it out? Yeah, like we're trying to go out tonight. You're cleaning the kitchen. You got to feed the dogs. You want to maybe wash the floor. You've got laundry on the go. The dishwasher is full. Um, can you maybe help me out and empty the garbage and clean out the dishwasher and maybe put the dirty dishes back in it because then we're both ready to go exactly. sooner? And yeah, okay, really no problem. It's really not that hard to communicate that in a, in a proper way. Well, in a different way. Well, to me, it's the proper way because any other communication in a way of, okay, you just threw something in the garbage. Can you not fucking see that the garbage is full? Right. That is, to me, the wrong communication. Well, and it makes me feel as though you're constantly looking for something. It makes you feel like a total asshole. Well, but maybe I am an asshole because maybe I should see that it's full. But that's irrelevant. It's how you deal with it, right? So I can learn to be more aware mm -hmm. of what you do. Obviously, yeah. Right? So it's a two-way street. But this question of like, have you thought about taking the garbage out lately? No, I haven't. Right. Because I am answering the question that you're asking me. You are not asking me if I can take out the garbage or if I want to take out the garbage Or if I have seen that the garbage is almost full, hmm. you ask me a simple question. JJ, have you thought about taking out the garbage lately? No, I haven't. Hmm. So for us, what we have learned, I think, over the years, and, and this is, I, I don't want to call it a skill, but I, th I think that it is kind of a skill. Ask a question instead of making a statement. Yeah. Because that's what sparks a conversation. Yeah. Right? Like if you ask the question and not like, have you taken the garbage out? Well, that is a question, but have you thought of taking the mm -hmm. garbage out lately? Instead, it would be like, hey, JJ, this is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. We are going out later. I want to do this, 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 and that. Can you help me? With this, 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 and that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's a totally different approach. But the end result 
is the same and you're actually achieving the end result because now I'm taking out the garbage instead of standing in the kitchen telling you what a stupid bitch you are (laughs) for always being on my ass Mm. and being so hard to figure out because nobody can read your mind, right? Mm -hmm. But having a conversation is totally different than communicating. Communicating is not stating facts or opinions necessarily. Communicating is sharing with someone how you feel. Yeah, and that's that's a totally different approach. Again. Right, because um, nobody can argue with how you feel. And coming back to the garbage thing, I think this is a great example to just fall back on. Um, if I say to you, I really feel overwhelmed today because I have so many things on my list that I need to do before we want to go out. Yeah, I feel that we can't get done what I need to get done or what I would like to get done. Could you help me out? Right. And do this, 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 and that. Boom. Totally different approach. Right. But you just said that. JJ, I feel totally overwhelmed and I feel that I won't be able to get done what I would like to get done before we leave the house. Mm. Therefore, when we leave the house, I'm going to be sitting on eggshells the whole night because I won't be able to relax because I'm going to be wherever we're going to get to thinking about what I all didn't, oh, get I done. didn't do this and I didn't mm-hmm. do that. Right now, I might think that when you're saying that, that you're sabotaging me into helping you Mm -hmm. but that's totally not how that is we are now communicating about how we feel and how we can help each other achieve the same result which is going out somewhere and having a good time and i don't and, and i think the most important about this whole approach of saying this is how i feel Instead of saying, do this, 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 and that, um, there's nothing to argue with somebody that says, this is how I feel. Well, and it's I also feel not... Hurt, I feel overwhelmed. I feel you don't give me enough attention. I feel, I feel that way. Right. You cannot argue with me how I feel. No, I can't. You can't say to me, well, that's stupid that you feel that way. Um, well, that doesn't well, but get that's you how I feel. Right. You, can, you can't argue that. And I think that's a really good approach on starting a really good conversation with each other. Yeah, it's the same as asking a question, right? So then it, it's also perfectly okay to not know how you feel about something because now you have something to work on you can figure that out right yeah but that's also what you can bring out you can also say well i'm not 100 percent sure how i feel about this oh there you have a start again right well i've done it with you where i've said like well i think that why you feel this way is because of this and this Mm -hmm. and that or what i hear is that you feel right so The worst way to communicate, and you already mentioned that, is to share what you want or what you think. Yeah. Right? For example, I need more time from you. 
well, fuck you. I don't have any more time because I'm constantly <laughs> taking out your fucking garbage. I'm constantly folding your laundry. I'm constantly cleaning your shit, mm. right? Like, I don't care what you need. Mm. You know what I need? Mm. I need you to do this and I need you to do that, right? Yeah. Or I want you to spend less time doing this or that. Like, I want you to spend less time hanging out with your friends. I want you to spend less time on your car. I want, you know, I think that you don't do enough around here. Yeah. Well, that is a very um, aggressive way. Right. I was just going to say that's more an attack mode. Right. Like it, 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 it makes my hair stand up. Right. Yeah. Like, because I'm not even thinking about these things. I'm, I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I'm. The house is clean. Everything's good. Like I'm on my way home from work and I'm thinking what I'm going to do to my car tonight because I just ordered a new part and I can't wait to put it on or yeah. whatever. Right. But instead I say to you, I feel lonely when you've been at work all day and then you hang out with your friends all night. Right. I feel alone and lonely when you go and hang out in your garage and work at the car all night. Yeah, and I, I feel lonely when you're constantly watching TV. Yeah. Um, and don't listen to what I have to say. Right. Like all these things. I mean, it's just it's just really a matter of how you bring it. And well, and you got to kind of think express, about it. Right, and how you express yourself and how you express how you feel about certain things. And then it's a totally different approach and your partner will have to go into that and give you something back. Well, or Not you- just an aggressive, like, well, I don't give a shit. I want to hang out with my friends. Because this whole idea of you hurt my feelings by doing this, 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 or that will bring way more of a reaction out of you because you want to then go into that and say, okay, what, what, what can I do in order to make you feel better? Right. Because if you say I want or I need, now I go into defense mode. Exactly. Because you know what I fucking want? I want you to want less for me. That's mm-hmm. what I fuck. Why don't you leave me the fuck alone? Mm-hmm. I work my ass off all week. Yeah. Right? And... You never fuck me anymore, mm-hmm. and you never this and never that, and I love spending time with my car in the garage and have a beer and listen to the music so I don't have to listen to your shit constantly yeah. because you're always telling me about, you know, all yeah. this and that. So yeah. if you're being communicated to, listen to understand, but don't listen to come up with a reply. And that's what you're doing already by saying, JJ, I feel that you're spending a lot of time in the garage lately. Mm. Um, I would love for us to spend more time together. Yeah. Because I feel lonely. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That makes you think. Why? That makes you think and it doesn't make you go into a defense mode. Because I'm not directly telling you that it's your fault that I feel like that. No, no, you're not attacking me. I'm just giving you the opportunity to help change these feelings that I have. Well, and I don't want to make you feel 
sad or lonely or exactly whatever, right? None of that, right? The other one is respect those who talk to you in their free time, but love those who free their time to talk to you, mm-hmm. right? It's real easy if you're, you know, if things at home are bothering you because you don't know how to communicate and it's like, have you thought about taking out the garbage? No, and now you go, you know, I mean, it's not just from the woman towards the man. It can be the other way around too, right? But there's there's this sort of like resentment, right? And you want to get this off your chest. Mm. So you're at work and you're talking to your colleagues about it or you call your brother or your sister and, you know, they have their own issues and they don't really want to hear about it. They don't really want to talk about it, but they're just listening to it, right? Yeah. That is totally different than calling a friend who will stop what they're doing mm. to listen to you. Yeah. Not to tell you something like, not to reply, but to really understand yeah. how you feel, right? Yeah. And when you're doing that, like, not just like, I'm not talking about talking to your friend, but if you're with your partner or somebody you care about, the other thing that a lot of people do, which is, to me, the, the worst thing you can do, is threaten or give an ultimatum. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's also what we've heard. Right? Because if you're constantly threatening to leave the relationship as soon as things don't go your way, you can't really expect your partner to commit 100% if they're constantly told that you don't commit 100%. Exactly. And you're not saying I'm not committing to this relationship. No, you're sending signals and you're making your partner feel that you're not committing. Yes. So right? Because a, so there, an example, there is a, a fight going on between uh, a couple and she says to him, well, you know, if this doesn't change, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, the whole garbage thing. I'm always doing this and I'm always doing that. And if you're not going to start helping me out, then I'm going to pack my shit and I'm going to take the kids and I'm out of here. Exactly. And I don't oh. even want to know how often that is said. Well, it's a funny story. Years and years and years ago, friends of ours, like me and my ex, they're our age. They had children at a very young age, like way too young, like 16, 17, right? Mm. So when all of us were in our early 20s, we were going out to the pubs and the bars and the clubs and whatever. And this couple couldn't because they always had to get a babysitter. Well, none of us wanted to babysit the kids, right? Their parents also had a life, right? Because they finally had their kids out of the house type of a deal. So this couple, as young as they were, were always at home with the kids. Yeah. And they were struggling financially and it was this and it was that. It was just kind of a crappy situation. I mean, things all worked out and they're great now. But she used to always threaten her daughter, excuse me, the oldest one, who at the time was like three years old maybe, right? Yeah. Put her in her room. While all her friend, their friends were in the living room having a beer, having a good time, this and that. And this poor kid had to go to bed, mm-hmm. but wouldn't go to sleep. Yeah. She would threaten her daughter that if you don't shut up, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> wow. Right? And I'm thinking, 
Okay, why are you doing this? Because you know you can't kill your daughter. No. So they're they're not just empty threats. They're horrible threats. Yeah. Right? But what is their daughter supposed to think? Oh my God, mommy only wants to kill me all the time, right? Yeah. But it never happens. So after a while, their daughter is like, hey, you can tell me whatever you want. I'm not going to listen because you're never going to kill me type of a deal, right? Right. That's kind of the opposite of constantly threatening your partner that you're going to leave because that is a possibility. So mm-hmm. if you threaten me with with the slightest little upset yeah. that you're going to leave me, I'm going to feel, and now we're back to the feelings again, Yeah. that you're, you're not really in this anymore 100% because why would you want to leave otherwise? Yeah, and why would I even threaten you with it? Because as soon as I threaten you with with this, you know that that's something that's somewhere in my head as a possibility. Right. So how can you then expect commitment from somebody that constantly tells you that you want to leave them when the slightest thing goes wrong? Right. And it, it creates a resentment. And automatically, you won't be able to communicate properly if you resent somebody, right? Because now you don't want to talk about your feelings anymore. Now you want to blame your partner Mm -hmm. for how you feel. Yeah. And that's when you get in, well, but you need to this and you need to that, right? Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's like, well, why do I need to do that? Well, because I think this and I think that. Okay, but... You know what I think? I think you should pack your shit and get the fuck out of here because I'm sick and tired of your shit. Yeah. I don't want to come home after work. I only want to sit in the garage or I only want to sit behind a computer. I only want to watch the game because spending time with you is a horrible thing because you're constantly on my ass telling me what I need to do, right? You never ask me anything, right? Um. And it's also important, and it's it's maybe even more important, is to communicate about what you don't know, right? It's kind of like if you're in business for yourself and you're an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have some sort of a skill or a passion or whatever it is that you have to have wanted to go into business for yourself, but there's just certain things about running a business and that's the same in life that you're not good at or yeah. less good at or you have no interest in it or whatever, right? So it's really important if you're an entrepreneur, even at work, like even if you're not an entrepreneur, being good at something is good. Yeah. And you know that. But it's way more important to know what you're not good at so that you can hire an expert to do your accounting or, you know, a lawyer yeah. type of a deal. A lawyer is an expert on the law, right? Well, you can know a little bit about the law, but you're not an expert, right? So that's why there are experts out there, right? So in your relationship, it's also good to talk about what you're not good at. And a lot of times, funny enough, what people are not good at is communicating. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with saying, babe, I can't say shit if my mouth is full of it. (laughs) And I'm afraid 
to tell you how I feel because I don't want to upset you. I don't want you to resent me. I don't want you to judge me. I don't want you to, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's how I feel when I start communicating that maybe, you know, you don't really, your thoughts or feelings don't align with mine. But you don't always have to agree on everything. No, you don't. And we I, don't. No, we don't. Absolutely not. Right. We have a lot of things that we don't agree on, but we are able to talk about these things and come to a compromise, I would say. Well, and sometimes we just agree to disagree if it's not too important. That's also possible. Right? Like, I mean, whether I like blue and you don't, is not necessarily important no, to our if relationship. No, if it's a totally unimportant issue, then... Right? Yeah, who gives Whatever. a shit, actually? Uh, if it's an important issue, we do try to talk about it and come to a compromise. Well, I think you Usually. have to explain to each other how you come to your feeling. Yeah. Right? Because if I disagree with you on something, it's not because I think that you're wrong... It's just that from my perspective, it might look different than it does from your perspective. That's where you need to communicate Mm -hmm. and you come back to, well, but I feel that if we do this or that, we can get to such and such. Mm -hmm. Then you may say, well, I never looked at it from that point of view because I feel that from my perspective, if we go this way, then we couldn't do that. Okay. But at the end of the day, where do we both want to get to? Mm-hmm. That's the important part, right? And what is also super important to not get into this resentment and not get into this constant tug of war about like, <clears throat> what does she want? What does he want? Or, you know, I'm just not going to say anything about him being in the garage all the time because I know it's going to upset him and I don't want to do that. And I just let him be right. It's super important to communicate the good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, I really respect how you dealt with that situation because I don't know if I would have been able to keep my cool. I would have lost my shit. Or I love what you did with rearranging the furniture. Yeah, and I think that's that's a very good point that you just made. A lot of people don't give each other credit enough. Or compliments. Give each, give each other enough compliments and tell each other what they love about each other. There's so many people that only look at the negative and really make that the big deal all the time every day. What's the negative on him or what do I not like about him or her, depending on right. which side you come. Um, but a lot of people forget to... Be positive with each other and give each other positive answers and compliments. And Right. And when you do that, you get to know each other to the core. Yeah. And it's also important that when you communicate, which you will achieve by doing that if you're more positive towards each other, to communicate, to come up with a solution. Yeah. And don't communicate about the problem. Talk about how you feel. Well, that's the problem. I feel lonely because you're always in the garage. Hmm. Well, man, 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 right? No, forget it. How can, what can we do to change how you feel? 
Yeah, because at the end of the day, telling me <clears throat> over and over and over how you feel is great. But if we don't come to, to a conclusion or come up with a solution, a solution, and then it's like, well, I don't want to give up all my time in the garage. No, that's not what I'm expecting you to do, right? But maybe there's a TV show on that you want to watch every Monday night that I don't give a shit about, right? Mm. Well, maybe on Monday night I can work in the garage. And maybe right. on Thursday night I can work in the garage. But then but, we come back to the compromising. Well, and listening to respond in, with, a, um, with a solution rather than just the response. Right, to, and don't just let it go. And no, and do something about it. And in the beginning, sometimes like date nights, right? Hmm. I mean, in the beginning, all you do is date. Well, then you have kids, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I've told you that whole story. You start growing apart. Having sex on an agenda sucks. It really sucks because we did that for a while and it didn't really work out very well. For well, us. no, but that was <clears throat> due to the situation we were in. Yeah. However, we still did have sex. We did, yeah, but it wasn't necessarily no. anything to write home about. But it's better than no sex at <laughs> it's all. It's better than no sex at all. So, it, you know, same with going out for dinner once or twice a month, right? And I often say this too, like, would you rather go out for dinner with me every Friday night when we get coupons for McDonald's or would you rather go out with me once a month or once every three months and we go to a steakhouse mm -hmm. where we can sit with the two of us and communicate and talk and, and, talk and laugh and whatever right and really enjoy each other's company right and i find in a lot of relationships life takes over you get to that point but it really takes an effort to stay in that relationship and and communicate about it so well, in the beginning when you're kind of like only having hallway sex meaning fuck you fuck you too type of a deal and you want to get back to what you used to have and why you got together in the first place, it's really not very organic or spontaneous to set it up as a date. But if you do that, then at least you commit to each other. Mm. And even just that feeling alone of making that commitment will make you feel better because it's like, yeah, I'm actually taking my honey out for dinner. Well, and I'm not giving up on our relationship because of right. the situation that we found ourselves in. And that's kind of what we've been through. Um, we were for quite a while in a situation where we absolutely had no time, where work, 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 work. And we really had a hard time finding the time for each other and with each other. Uh, we kept communicating. Well, and the funny thing is Thank we were God together. We kept communicating. Right. But we were together 24-7. That too. Um, and it kind of helped us. Um, saying, okay, we're going to have to, we have to set dates in order to keep our relationship alive. Dates for, dates for sex, dates for going out. You know, we all, we all, we had to plan that in our busy life in order to keep our relationship alive. Yeah, keep the connection. And we also realized by doing that, that that's not how we want to keep on living. No, and that's why we gave up what we were doing, because it was ruining our relationship. And I asked myself, and I mean, a lot of that has to do with my baggage hmm. from my childhood. Um, 
And I'm actually talking about that in my blog, if you want to read that and sign up for it, where I came from and how I got to be who I am today and what I went through. Yeah. And I feel that our relationship was on its way out the door because of choices that I was making mm. based on somebody else's opinion. Yeah. Right? Like, you need to be successful. Well, what the fuck does that mean, right? Yeah. That means something different for everybody, right? And the success was, in that moment, way more important than anything else. And well, but I don't think I realized it. No, you didn't. So I wasn't being truthful to myself. No. And there we come back to... Right? Because I lay, I remember it like it was yesterday, where I laid in bed and I'm like, Babe, I think that I'm well on my way to destroy my entire life yeah. to be somebody who somebody else wants me to be. Yeah. And that somebody else doesn't mean that much to me. Right? Exactly. Um, and everything that's actually important gets thrown by the wayside because you focus so much on the success, whatever that is. Well, and it was for my own gratification. I never took your thoughts or feelings into that. I yeah. did, but I mean, and you supported me. Yeah, to I a did. certain extent, yeah. but you also didn't want to say to me, this is not what I want because you didn't want to burst my bubble or ruin my dream type mm -hmm. of a deal. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's so, so if you difficult. you guys want to hear a little bit more about that, it's actually nice that we're at this topic. Um, sign up, subscribe to our website and you will get a password to enter our blog page on higherloveinu.com. And there you can read everything about JJ's journey. Well, slowly but surely, I'm writing it as we go. It's not all there yet. No, but it's kind of nice. There's to... another um, part of the blog coming out tomorrow. Right, and I think it's important to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. Like why? Why are we the way that we are? And I mean, everybody's background's different. Everybody's situation is different, right? Um. But that being said, getting back to this, like you have to make a point of going out on a date once in a while, like we were. What's also important is that you prepare for that. So if we are going out tonight for dinner and I want to talk to you about something that is bothering me right at this very moment, mm. well, maybe I should pick and choose my battles and leave that alone for another day. <clears throat> Because it really sucks if you're hardly going out on dates and you hardly have any time for each other mm. to get in a huge discussion. Well, we had those moments. Right. That's why I'm saying it, right? <laughs> because it sucked. You go out yeah. for dinner and you basically go home and you're pissed off and you just spend $100 on a steak dinner. Yeah. But you didn't enjoy it because you're still... You started to argue about something. Right. You know, yeah. so it's... What we're talking about here, it, it, it all sounds easy, but it isn't really. Like, and it's different for everybody because the way you and I communicate doesn't necessarily work for somebody no, else because not, no. there's the whole left brain, right brain, whatever, like, you know, mm. um, the same as certain people don't like certain words. I mean, I got to say that I'm pretty lucky because I'm with you and you are a communicator. You talk. Well, I like to think talk. that I'm a communicator and a problem solver. Right. And you like to talk and you want to talk about everything. Your feelings, my feelings. 
if you don't know something about me, if there's something that you can tell bothers me, you want me to tell you about it. In, into the tiniest into details. the tiniest details and sometimes it can be overwhelming and annoying <laughs> sometimes you want me to go in the garage and work on my car <laughs> yeah. sometimes i want to tell you to just shut the fuck up and leave me the hell alone because sometimes i'm just not ready to talk about my feelings but usually uh i give into this idea of okay you are putting me on the spot in a good way to figure out what my problem is at that moment in time. And you can feel when I'm not 100%. Right. And to me, it is not a good idea anymore to postpone these conversations with you. Because, okay, I'm listening. Because, no, because... <laughs> I am. <laughs> because I bag stuff up in myself. I bottle it up. And the longer I bottle stuff up that bothers me, the less I am able to properly communicate with you about it after. Right. And sometimes if I push a conversation out, I it bursts out of me in the wrong way before I have the chance to talk to you about it. Well, and digest it. Right. So now I'm like, okay, I'd rather talk to you about something that bugs me right away, immediately, as soon as I can, and say, okay, I'm not going to bottle this up. Because to me and for me personally, that's not a good idea. Right. So that's what I learned by being with you and you pushing me in a positive way to let my feelings out and to communicate my feelings with you. Right. Sorry, something <laughs> happened there. All of a sudden, our old uh, recording we disappeared. Had a, we had a slight technical issue here. <laughs> I was just stunned. <laughs> it's all good. We're still here. We're, we're, we're all good. <clears throat> yeah, no, but it, it and it, that is important because it's kind of like a hard drive on your computer, right? You can put a shitload of pictures on it, right? Mm -hmm. Which 90% of them aren't worth keeping. Yeah. And you clean them out once in a while and now your computer works quicker again, right? Your brain kind of works the same way. And yeah. I know that I have always all these stupid analogies about everything, <laughs> but that's kind of how it is right yeah so, but what i'm just saying is you have to find for yourself or figure out for yourself when is the right moment for you to talk to your partner about things that you want to communicate about if there's something that bothers you when do you want to do this you got to find the right time but for me personally i don't like to push things out no, and, and that's just about your feelings. But I mean, if you talk about the future, right, there's stages in life. Mm. Well, if you don't communicate and you leave everything like, oh, well, tomorrow is another day and you live for today, which is important, but you accuse me sometimes of thinking too far ahead, which mm, is, yeah. I sometimes get caught up in my own head. Mm. I forget about what I have to do tomorrow because I'm worried about what I should be doing 10 years from now exactly. type of a deal, right? Yeah, and I mean, that is a, an extreme, right? Just so that the listeners understand. It's not like that we're talking about what do I need today today or what do I need to do next week? No, JJ is like, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do in 10 years? 
that's a that's quite an extreme. Right? Well, because and then that's sometimes where I'm like, okay, babe, like don't think that far ahead. I get it. In some situations, you need to look far into the future because there's some stuff that you need to plan far ahead. But in general, your day-to-day stuff, deal with that as it comes. Well, I'm just the type of person that likes to work backwards. Mm-hmm. I first want to know what I want to achieve. Yeah. And then I want to work backwards from that achievement yeah. to figure out how I can get, get there. there. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's not not a wrong thing. No, to no, do. that's just a different way of approaching life. But yeah. my point is is that we're at a stage in our life where we basically are empty nesters. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have a whole bunch of good years ahead of us yet. Yeah. But if you and I don't communicate about that, then how are we going to find out what we both want to do in our later parts in life? And how can we get there, right? Yeah. Because it's kind of like a roadmap, right? So communicating is not just about the garbage. It's not just about spending too much time watching TV it's also about your sexual fantasies. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you want to try? What don't you want to try? Like, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you see yourself? And I mean, I said this the other day. I don't know if I mentioned it in a podcast, but somebody said, if you want to figure out who you want to be in life, what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? Yeah. I know that scares a lot of people because nobody wants to think about it. But... If you are living your life at the moment that is not in line with what you would like people to think of you when it's all over, Mm. and it shouldn't matter what people think of you, but it kind of gives you a point in the future of where you want to go, right? So communication is so important on so many different levels, but it all stems from your feelings. Yeah. And if you don't know how you feel about something, you should figure this out. So to wrap this up, find that higher love. It's in you. And that is what this podcast is all about. It's not just about going to swingers events and and opening up our relationship. Like this applies to everybody, right? Higher love is about figuring out for yourself who you are. And what your values are in life and what you want to achieve achieve in life and how you can achieve that. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're talking about communicating with a partner. There's some people that just don't want to have a partner in their life. Right. There's nothing wrong with nothing that. Wrong with as that. long as that is really how you feel. And th- that's really what you want. <clears throat> right. Because there's also a lot of people that don't have a partner in life but would like a partner in life, but they just can never keep a relationship going because they don't know how to communicate right. about their feelings because they don't even know what their feelings are, right? So when you find that higher love, that's what you need to communicate with your partner. Yeah, and I think that's the base of finding a good relationship. Yeah. And if you can learn to do this before you get in a relationship, which is difficult, you but can it, really yeah, fast track it. the best outcome. If you can find your own higher love before you get into a relationship and you know really who you are and what you want, then getting into a relationship is way easier. 
Yeah, absolutely. You will have a way easier and fulfilled relationship. Well, I wrote this down here. Now you can grow as a partnership to levels that are in, that are in the spiritual realm, for mm -hmm. lack of better words. Yeah. Right? Um, and that takes a tremendous amount of time, but it becomes easier with time. Yes. Right? Because you, you start to sort of streamline your communications and your goals in life. Right? Because you both know where you want to end up type of a deal. Right? So I hope that it, you know... Yeah, I hope this episode wasn't too dry or dragged out <laughs> because it's not, it's just not easy to talk about communicating. No, it in definitely a sense, isn't. because it's, it's so different for everybody, Especially right? Especially for us because we find it quite easy. I think it's even more difficult because we take it almost for granted. Well, we're at a point now that I think half the time we don't even need to communicate about stuff. No, but we still do. Well, we do, but I mean, it's just there's so many things that I know about you deep down to the core, like what I said earlier about selling something or, or <clears throat> saying yes to an invitation, right? Like half the time, I don't even need to ask you how you feel because I've been there so many times. I know mm. exactly how you feel, yeah. right? And the other way around too. Yeah. So... I can go and buy clothes for you. You can go and buy clothes for me. It's yeah, all I just like, did. right. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it becomes very simple, even yeah. though it isn't simple, but you need to have that foundation. But if you can get to a point where you can communicate the way you and I communicate, and I'm not saying that we're perfect or the best communicators. I just think that naturally, um, it comes to us now. Yeah. And I love it. But if, if you can, if you can get that, That's how you turn that temporary feeling of love into a permanent feeling of love without a doubt. Yeah. And when you can feel that way about your partner, I mean, that takes so much guesswork out of the game, right? Yeah. Because I know that you love me without a doubt. I can ruin that. I mean, there's always a way to destroy it. But why would I? Because... Yet you don't really have a reason to do so. No, and you don't either because we communicate so well. And it's like, you know, we've almost become like, it sounds cliche, but we've been married for a long time and it's almost like we have become one. Yes. I, I, I said that before, that that's how I feel. I know <clears throat> how you feel. I know how you think. You know how I feel. You know how I think. Um, and that is because we have been talking about it so much. Right. So, so much. We know exactly where we're at. Well, and it frees up a lot of time because mm -hmm. we don't fight at all. No. We hardly, well, we never argue. No. We have sometimes different opinions about stuff. Right. But that doesn't lead into an argument or into a fight, for sure not. No, because we have tools to to for come for yeah to make sure that that doesn't happen. Well, and I think that we've realized in all of this that positive energy is so much better than negative energy mm -hmm. because if you're constantly bickering and fighting, and I'm not talking about like I hate you, but if it if it's really a struggle to get through life in a partnership. It is exhausting, mm. right? 
where for us, because of the communication and the fact that I know you right down to the core and you know me. Hmm. Literally. Right. Like we, we just have a lot of positive energy because so many things we don't argue about. Yeah. And we know when to talk about something and when not to talk about something. We can, you know, I we mean, know it happened the, right the other day. We, and, we had yeah. a situation where we had a little bit of a play session and right afterwards you were like well i'm not gonna do this again right and then but we'd both been drinking it was late in the night and i'm mm. like babe i get it yeah we'll talk about this in the morning right on our way home we talked for an hour yeah but it wasn't like well i feel this way because you this 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 and that and i think and i'm not and no it was just listen this is what happened i totally get it yeah it's all good it was an experience. Hmm. Not mad at you. Not disappointed. I'm just telling you this is how I feel. Yeah. It wasn't for me and I don't want to do this again. And if we get into another situation, this is how we're going to deal with it. Right. End of the story. How am I going to argue with that? But I didn't have to defend myself either no. because you didn't provoke me. No. And you didn't blame me. No. Right? So that right there, don't provoke, don't blame, saves a lot of trouble. Yeah. So anyways, I hope that this is, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is a confusing episode or it, it cleared things up. It was pretty loaded and I think we went through it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, well, we had to kind of, but if you want to listen to it again, you always have the chance. Yeah. It's and, always uh, there. <laughs> go to our website, sign up for our blog. That way you get to know us a little bit and figure out how we came up with where we are today and, and what shaped us into who we are i guess mm -hmm. and uh that being said thanks for listening we'll and, uh, next talk to time, you soon a bit more of an upbeat funny happy go lucky sexy episode 10 4 we will be back okay we'll talk to you soon bye, bye everybody Instagram at higherloveinu, facebook.com forward slash jj.marley.7792, as well as on onlyfans.com forward slash higherloveinu. This is a free subscription where you can listen to our exclusive bedroom stories with JJ and Marley, as well as some sexy pics and videos. We look forward to connecting with you on one all of our social media platforms. Are you ready for an erotic adventure? At Suncal Adventures, we know what you want and where you like to do it. 
and with our help, we'll get you there. We're travel professionals who specialize in adult, couple and group lifestyle cruises and exotic resort vacations. Our adult-only resorts and cruises are all-inclusive, totally nude or closing optional luxurious one-of-a-kind lifestyle bucket list experiences. What we do at Suncat Adventures. We guarantee a better overall travel experiences by using the expert knowledge of our certified travel agents to plan your next vacation. We have beautiful and affordable destinations for any budget. We will navigate the difficult process of booking travel for you. We are proficient in dealing with long phone wait times that are common with airline or resort customer service representatives. We can help you with changes and cancellations in travel, as well as confusing money exchange issues. Suncut Adventures will give you the security, peace of mind and advocate for you in the event any issue arises before, during or after travel. We will also guide you through all destination resort COVID protocols procedures. Suncal Adventures are experienced, active, lifestyle participants who travel often to the destinations we sell in order to ensure these facilities are safe, clean and appropriate for the clients we serve. Suncal Adventure agents are eager to plan your next sexy adventures getaway. When booking, ask about the higher love discount for instant travel savings. SunCal is also looking for group leaders to host trips to erotic, all-inclusive destinations. Group leaders are eligible for complimentary accommodations as well as a variety of upgrades and free amenities. Go to suncaladventures.com for further details. Travel is back. Are you ready? Oh, my God.